Welcome to the Chick Foley Show. What is up, Foley fam? We are back with another Chicks Quickie. Tonight, we're going to be bringing you guys a live review of WWE Elite Series 103. But before we get into that, let me introduce the star of the show. Sheena, how you doing? Doing good, man. Excited to talk some figs tonight. And uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> quick, quick, easy intro. Yeah. That was quick and easy. I wasn't even really ready for a response. <laughs> oh, you know, of, I uh, usually I usually have like a bunch of stuff to say, but I didn't really have anything on, on, uh, on my mind tonight. Well, since it's just the two of us, let's go ahead and get the uh, beverage break out of the way. What are you sipping on tonight? Oh, you know, just some high quality H2O, like my buddy Bobby Boucher. Wow. <laughs> what? Sheena's on a roll to start the podcast so far tonight, folks. Well, what do you say? Got to stay hydrated. I've been out working out in the yard. I put a little a sprinkle of sea salt in my water. Um, so, or like I'll use Redmond real salt. And so my kids, you know, they always, you know, they just drink out of whatever water bottles laying around and they'll always ask, is this salt water? Or is this regular water? So <laughs> they, they know they don't really like the salt water. I'm drinking a dogfish head citrus squall, double golden ale. So uh, Dogfish Heads beer, uh, Sequench Sour Ale that came out in 2020. It was really one of our favorites. It was like uh, yeah. always in stock in Virginia over there. Just a really, really good crisp sour. Like if I was going to, if somebody hadn't tried a sour before, that'd be the one I'd start them off with. And uh, this is the sequel to that. It's a, uh, again, it's a double golden ale infused with grapefruit juice, lime peel, and blue agave nectar unfortunately another downside we've talked about it before moving to tennessee the beer scene is not the same here dogfish head doesn't distribute even any of the like the the craft stores around here but luckily I, i've been making uh trips down to texas for work every couple months so i can stock up with the total wine down there and it's a good beer and it's what i'm gonna be sipping on while we uh, yeah the regular sequence had that really pretty blue can right it was like a it was like a green blue like an aquaish yeah. green blue yeah and this is like a really pretty like red like they they go well together i think the two the two citrus squall however you say it <laughs> they go they go good together yeah Gina, tell us what's new on the farm well tonight i just kind of impulse planted some late season potatoes got some like roasted potatoes in the ground i have i did a bunch in feed sacks um so i'm starting to harvest all those and so i went ahead and did a succession plant of those because you know we we love some good potatoes around here my sweet potatoes are, are kicking off and uh, i just harvested all of our garlic too so uh, had a nice little garlic harvest. Chickens tried to get it in there this winter and like scratch all the garlic up, but I, I, I managed to save it and um, got a nice little garlic harvest. First time growing garlic. So that was a, you know, an interesting, an interesting um, experience, I guess. Tell them about your, uh, your Andre the Giant sunflower you got going back there. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's actually closer to like Giant Gonzalez at this point than Andre the Giant. It's insane. So like, yeah, like I started these things from seed, right? Like this tiny little seed. And this thing is like, what do you think? It's like 12 foot high at this point. You think uh, 12, maybe a little high. It's definitely 10? like nine plus dude. It's at least nine feet. High. It's at least 10 feet high. Dude, it's twice as tall as I am. Yeah. It, it towers over the yard. Yeah. So it, it hasn't even bloomed yet. So it's it hasn't growing. even bloomed. So it's still growing. Uh, you know, sunflower is my favorite flower. Um, so I've, I've have them planted all over the yard. They're kind of like sprinkled everywhere. Um, and then this one, this is just like this giant mammoth 
sunflower. You so. legit need to look at like Guinness. Like, what's the tallest sunflower ever? I, I don't know, man. There's been some really big, big sunflowers. Dude, before that's definitely it. the biggest one I've ever seen. Yeah, I have to. If you guys follow me over on Penny Dot Acre, uh, you can. You, I'll post some pictures and some video of it. But if not, I'll post some in the group for you guys. Yeah, so just you get can a see. picture up on the feed and grab a. Uh, I need something a, for some grab scale. A, grab, just grab an Andre the Giant, you know, <laughs> Ultimate Edition, and take a. You can take one picture at the base, and then you know, do the classic Andre camera angle. Just zoom up to the top of it. Man. Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. I can't wait to see how it blooms and what it looks like. I had to tie it to the fence because I thought the wind was going to blow it over. I was yeah, like, I'm no. surprised it has just collapsed over on itself at this point. Uh, pretty, you know, I'm not the, near as big of a plant nerd as Sheena, but it's definitely a uh, you know a marvel of engineering, <laughs> you know, from, from Mother Nature that this thing's even still stacking up that high because. I'm telling you, it's huge, man. Like words really don't do it justice. I, I'll make sure Sheena gets some pictures up in the on the various IG feeds and on Facebook and stuff tomorrow to really put some scale to this thing. Yeah, it's, it's pretty wild. It's like you know, I feel like there's a giant waiting at the top of it if I climb up. It. <laughs> yeah, no joke. It's like gonna get into the clouds. Yeah, Mario could go up there and get a bunch of free tokens <laughs> and extra lives and shit. Uh, but yeah, we're gonna remind you guys to use code Chick Foley to save ten percent at Ringside Collectibles. They are the uh, presenting sponsor of this show, and uh, they really make all of our figure collecting dreams possible. To be <laughs> honest, and uh, Sheena, tell them where they can find you guys on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Chick Foley. Marco runs the Twitter machine over at Chick Foley Show. Um, the links to all of our podcast brothers uh, are at chickfoley.com and at Pod Foundation on Instagram. Also at chickfoley.com, you can find a link to our Facebook group uh, through through Patreon. Go there. You'll get invited to our exclusive Facebook group. We have lots of fun. It's two things. bucks a month, 20 yeah. bucks a year. You're going to love it. It's, we just it's, did. It's the yeah. Best community. We We've just never had anybody our, join and be like, man, this sucks. Yeah. Like, we just had our Foley uh, Rumble, our first Foley Rumble on 2K23. And dude, it was so much fun. Like everybody, like I think that's everybody's favorite thing. Andre the Giant won it, man. Andre, yeah. speaking of Andre the Giant, yeah. He, yeah, I don't he even got skin in the game. I'm literally giving away some of my figures for free when we do this and it's still a blast just watching it seeing how it yeah it's out. super fun brett got to be in it this time he he picked bobby lashley we're gonna talk about bobby lashley tonight but he picked bobby lashley and it was it came down to andre the giant and bobby lashley dude so yeah. if you're in the group and you weren't there live or ha- haven't gone back and watched it the video's in the group just go back and check it out because yeah it's, it's good fun. and if nothing else just scroll all the way to the end to where it's just bobby and uh andre and watch when when andre tosses bobby lashley out brett goes you suck <laughs> it's so funny yeah, it's a uh, yeah, great great parenting moment right there for sure. Uh, all right, Sheena, you ready to do Elite One Hundred Three? Oh yeah! All right, let's do it. So we have uh, we've already pre unboxed these. So anybody that was looking for some some ASMR action of uh, you know yeah, unboxing some elites, you're not going to get it. I don't really know if that's ASMR. You know, you got to be pretty violent to get these elites out of the boxes, man. Like yeah. popping them out of the trays and stuff. I don't know the loud. when you're getting them out of the little plastic shell. That's pretty like ASMR. You like. <laughs> I don't know. It's to me, it's too crackly, dude. Like yeah. I think maybe like cutting the tape and opening up the cardboard portion is. But there's some hardcore ASMR. If we have any ASMR fetishists listening, let us know <laughs> what uh, what you think of unboxing figs. But but yeah, Sheen, dealer's choice. Who do you want to talk about first? Well, since we were already talked about Bobby Lashley, I'll go ahead and grab Bobby freaking Lashley. Um, I mean, great. You know, I'm I'm indifferent on Bobby Lashley for the most part. I don't feel like we needed another Bobby Lashley figure, but you know. It's pretty. It's I like cool. the- they're working this more colorful tights in. You know, we yeah, got, I do we, like we, the yellow this, and black. So this one's in the the one black leg, one yellow leg, the mm-hmm. long tights. Bobby, they had previously this is almighty given us, era on the yeah, side. They previously given us the pretty much the same design in black and red, but. Dude, I still think it's hard to top that black and gold one that they gave us. Like, you yeah. know, the one from when he first started rocking the 
the main event pants. I'm not the biggest Bobby Lashley fan, so I really need one in my collection. But if you haven't picked up an updated Bobby in a while, this yeah, is, it's a beautiful figure. This is a great one. It looks great. It's going to pop and on the shelf. Most uh, importantly, it's got the custom Bobby Lashley United States Championship. So it does have the custom side plates, which is always cool for yeah, your belt collection. The, uh, to me, dude, that's a huge game changer that Mattel's done in the last year doing the custom side plates. Because one, the one thing I'm still a hundred percent completionist on is the belt. So there's a whole bunch of figures that I probably would have passed on that I got to get now um, just to get these side plates. They previously given us Bobby with the WWE championship with the side plates. And yeah, now we got the the new U S title with it. So great looking figure, but yeah. again, you know, it's Bob. It, it, there's only so much excitement I'm going to be able to drum up for Bobby Lashley. I will say Brett was super stoked when we were opening the package oh, yeah. from ringside and he, he saw that Bobby, Bobby Lashley. Lashley was there. He was like, look dad, another Bobby Lashley. So yeah, he was super excited. It, it's a great figure. Mattel has been on such a run really Dude, I'd say going back to 2019, man, really starting to like elite 70 was kind of like uh, a fork in the road. I don't know if they started a different like design philosophy or what, but I just feel like every just about every figure they put out since then, it, it's on point. It's just a matter if you need it for your personal collection or not. Right. Agreed. So that's Bobby Lashley. Um, who am I going to get next? Let's go ahead and go with Liv. I think Liv is a good good choice so this, this is, is from Liv money in the bank from money in the bank yeah, when 2022 one money in the bank and then cashed in in the same damn night to become the uh women's champion so she's got again the smackdown women's champion with the um live side plates which is super cool um gear looks great live yeah, looks great money in the bank inspired gear so yeah got the white money in the bank briefcase um cool thing they did on, on her makeup they did the little like tear you know smudges down the down the front Overall, great fig. It's a beautiful fig, man. Like I said, this is if you're a Liv Morgan fan or a women's wrestling fan, this is a must-have because honestly, this could have been a defining moment. They could have totally put this in the the new defining moments line. I mean, this is definitely the biggest night of Liv's career so far. You know, time will tell. It's going to be hard to top for her going forward. I mean, one money in the bank um, and got the belt in the same night. Comes again, like Sheena said, it's the updated SmackDown belt, also that smaller one that came with Becky Lynch. So it's actually scaled. <laughs> Um, for the women, you know, for the longest time, they just gave us repainted men's WWE championship. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this is just about a must have for the collection. Cause it was such a huge night for Liv. And, uh, and that was when her, her popularity was like at a fever pitch. Yeah, people, dude. Like, people were behind just... Liv, man. We've, we've been saying it for years on here, dude, is Liv the most talented female that they have or like the most athletically gifted? No, she's definitely not. But she's definitely thing, got the most grassroots following, dude. She does. But, and I think that's because no matter what segment she's in, no matter how much TV time she's getting, she goes out there with enthusiasm. And I think she has the mindset that she's going to make the most of whatever opportunity she's getting week in and week out. And it, it translates in her performances. And I think that's why she has so much support behind her no matter what. Yeah. One thing I will say, it is a little bit weird. I'm going to have to go back and look and see what she was wearing that night. I mean, I can imagine that it was like a, like a, blackish like a mesh, a yeah. mesh thing um it does look weird because it look it's literally just like brown paint um over the body and it doesn't really have any like texture or anything like that which is kind of weird it makes it's it look weird a little they bit went through the trouble of doing a really nice fishnet on her leg yeah the stuff. fishnet on the leg see if they had just done some sort of like little fishnet pattern or even just like some i don't know just like some texture it would it would definitely make it Look a little. I mean, it, from a distance, like if it's just up on your shelf, you're not going to notice. But when you start to it, look at it, yeah, close, when you start like, to look at it, here? yeah, because it's literally just it looks like she just got a really dark tan. Yeah, it's not even gray or anything. It's black. Brown. It's like brown. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, in my mind, I'm thinking maybe they just ran out of budget on this figure because there's a lot of unique tool. Yeah, got like a unique little, uh, crotch piece. The chain. They molded this like whatever this is over her like 
The laces. <laughs> yeah. She got a lace front coochie no molded. Uh, she got chains on there, custom boots, ne- ne- unique knee pads. We've never seen these knee pads before. So yeah. they definitely went all out on this. Like I said, this is, I think the Riot Squad one is still probably my favorite just because I was a big fan of the Riot Squad. But this is objectively probably the best figure that Liv's ever going to get. So yeah, yeah as sure. we're as a center of unit, I'm falling more and more in love with it. You got the dollar signs on the on the booty, like it's just a great figure. I, I think this is a must have, and I'm interested. We're, we're going to rank them out at the end. I'm interested to see where this one falls out because I think this is definitely going to be in the mix for for best women's figure of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, while we're on the topic, man, Sheen, you know you're going to have to answer for the entire female population. What do we got to do to get a chick to hold the briefcase for longer than 24 hours? <laughs> think about it. 2017, Carmella has that awesome career-defining run where she wins it and hangs on to it for nine months. Since then, 2018, um, we had Alexa Bliss cash in the same night. Mm-hmm. 2019, Bailey cashes in the same night. 2020, Asuka gets it. We didn't know at the time she, the championship was in the briefcase because Becky, oh, yeah, Becky was pregnant. Oh, yeah, Becky was pregnant. 2021, Nikki Ash cashes in the night after Money in the Bank on Rhea Ripley. And last year, 2022, Liv cashes in the same wow. night. Wow. I don't know why I had they never really thought of that. Like, I, I did not even. Carmella is the only one that had it. And Carmella is the one you remember the most. When you think Miss Money in the Bank, yeah. you think Mella is money. Mella dude. is money. Yeah. So, like, I don't know why. It seems like it'd be obvious. After you think after five years, somebody in the backstage would be like, wait a second, we've done this four years straight. Let's do something different this year. True. And it's not like they've been setting the men's briefcase on fire over the past several years. I mean, with uh, Austin Theory, I feel like he was, he's probably the most. He did good with it. He was the best in the past few years, it though. still had like, a weird ending, though, where he, he cashed in during an open challenge for the U.S. title and still yeah, failed. Like, yeah. Yeah. I've been a big proponent, man. I think they need to make money in the bank, alternate each year between the the genders, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I think they could do the Royal Rumble. I think two Rumbles and two Money in the Bank matches are a lot. I think it's one year, the Rumble should be for the dudes, and the next They're year... They're never going to give up the men's Rumble. Yeah, we talked about true. this before. Maybe, maybe the never... maybe Elimination Chamber and Money in the yeah. Bank can swap places in. Um, I think it'd be a lot bigger deal, though, with one briefcase. I feel like that since they went to two briefcases, it definitely waters it down a lot. And the briefcase was kind of low-key getting played out anyways. Just think, for like the first... I want to say like 12 years of it, there were like two failed cash-ins. And yeah. I feel like it's like 50-50 the last few years. And I think they're already trying to pivot and downplay it a little bit because Triple H has already come out. And even though it happened last year, they've explicitly said this year, you can cash in for the Intercontinental or U.S. Championship if you want. Remember yeah. last year when Austin Theory did, it was like it was like something kind of novel. Yeah, because, well, I mean, you know, they're not going to tie Roman up with the freaking money in the bank briefcase. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that's that's beneath him at this point. Um, just having some rando come in and cash. Cause I mean, who, who would it even be if it's not Seth? If it's not, I mean, yeah, I think Gunther better watch his back, man. If I'm Gunther reading the tea leaves, I feel like out of the, out of him theory, Seth and Roman, I feel like Gunther's the one that, you know, if I'm kind of breaking kayfabe and looking at creative, I feel like that's an easy way to get yeah. that IC belt off him. And you can do it in a way where he doesn't lose much, you know, as long as once he breaks, uh, once he breaks Honky Tonk Man's record for the longest IC title reign, he's going to be playing with house money anyways. Yeah, agreed. But yeah, something, just, something funny to think about. Like I said, it's been since 2017 since we've seen a lady go more than 24 hours as Mrs. Money in the Bank. Yeah, just, I mean, it just goes to show you the state of the women's division, I think, you know, just kind of for like... the last five well, years. Well, no, you're right, you're right, I no. mean, the women have done a lot of cool <laughs> things. They've made in WrestleMania multiple times. <laughs> like, I think it's just more, I think it's more on WWE creative than on the ladies. 
Yeah, it's, just like easy. The, it's like that's they always didn't... easy. That's like the cheap pop to go. It to. is a cheap pop. Like, that's what I was saying. It's like it the lowest a, hanging fruit. I want to say it happened like twice with the dudes before, where they cash in within twenty four hours. One story. Dean Ambrose was. Um... Dean Ambrose did it once. Uh, it, it's been a, a, a few people did it, but it was never like just now. It's just like expected with the women. Like, yeah. Sit on it. I. Uh, one storyline I've always wanted them to do with Money in the Bank is have somebody actually run out of time because you know you have until the next year to yeah. cash it in. Just have somebody that does the thing like Seth did or like Carmella did, where you kind of just sit on it for a while, and then when it gets to like nut cutting time and they start trying to cash in, just keep having more and more outrageous things happen to keep yeah. cash it in, and the time either runs out or they literally like get it cashed in like at the absolute last second. I think that would be a be a pretty cool storyline to uh, to do. That would be cool. That would require them to again just have a, have have a, year, a year of planning. Of stuff. Yeah. yeah, like I said, they could sit on it because it's always. It's always that the threat of money in the bank is typically better than the actual cash in, right? right. Just having that looming threat, like shit, like is this one that's going to happen? You know, like I feel like that's one thing when we were first getting back into wrestling, like 2014, 15, uh, that they did a really good job of like the fake out cash ins. You know, I mean, yeah, but we so we came we came back up. in in the era of like freaking Mister Money in the Bank, Seth Rollins, dude. I mean, ar- arguably one of the best Mr. Money in the Banks of all arguable. time. I like, think he was the best. He was like the perfect blend of being like a rising star, but still a threat. And then yes. obviously he had the best cash in ever. So. Exactly, dude. And still like had like chicken shit heel tactics, dude. Like, yeah. you know, like it was just, yeah, he was perfection. All right, we'll save the uh, rest of the Money in the Bank talk for our official preview here in a couple of weeks. But <laughs> it's always fun because it is such a really cool booking tool. You know, it's kind of like let you hit the reset button on a, on a title picture. All right, Sheen, who are we talking next? All right, let's... Talk about our main man. We can do combo platter. Okay, on we'll, do, we'll do a Street Profits combo platter for you guys. We got uh, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. These figures look spectacular. I love that they did the stretchy jerseys instead of doing the Velcro. Yeah, they did the fancy material like we got on um, like the, uh, the Austin 316 shirt Ultimate Edition. It, it, yeah, it's just... You never realize how ruined, much you needed yeah. it until you had it. Dude. It would have ruined these because they have there's um you know there's text on both sides of these and the they numbers are in the middle. Pinstripe. Yeah, they got the beautiful pinstripe, so you never would have been able to make it look right if you had that bulky um that bulky Velcro in the back. Yeah, uh, the uh, like I said, the the shirts with no Velcro is something because remember at first like when we were first getting back into figs, it was like was it soft goods or is going to be the Polly Pocket style shells. Yeah. So you were just happy to get any kind of Velcro, but yeah, I think we're we need to stop accepting the Velcro soft goods, man. Like every every single shirt should be like this, one hundred percent. Um, I'm I, I think this is the best Street Profits that we've gotten out of the basic, the red, and then this. Like I, I really like the colorway on the the basics, like the green and white um, colorway, but the red ones they were nice too. But Dawkins just looked like I don't know his his figure wasn't great in that. Set. Yeah, I think Dawkins just, was too big on the last yeah, one. Like, he had I, like, I like I like a bulky figure, but they actually made him look like a super heavyweight. Like, yeah, he his like legs the, his legs were ginormous. Yeah, he was man. closer to one of the natural disasters than yeah. Angelo Dawkins. But these are great. Yeah, like the red ones are really cool. They came with some really nice soft goods as well. But I think these are uh, yeah, these are going to be my go to street profits. I am I do got my eye on the new battle pack, man. The new battle pack is from SummerSlam last year. They're in their Titans inspired gear, but oh, I need yeah. their basics though. Yeah. So, and I'd have to find somebody to make up some soft goods to go. But but yeah, these are beautiful. They got like it's kind of like a hybrid of like Miami Heat and Orlando Magic inspired basketball gear. Really, really good. Montez comes with his red cup, obviously. Yeah, and Dawkins got the headband. It says uh, you know, humble one and smoke season. It's like a double doubled up headband like he wears. Um yeah, these are just beautiful figures. Love the colorway. Love the details. Love the stretchy jerseys. And I think they didn't come with anything else other than hands, no. right? Okay, yeah. And the the cup and the chain. So, yeah. 
great street profit. Piece. Yeah, tag team figures always are, are cool, and, and these ones are no exception. All right, let's move on to the Tribal Chief, Roman freaking Reigns. He comes with the Blue Universal Championship with the custom side plates. He's got the Ulafala, uh, the uh, the lay that's you know meant for only only the Tribal Chiefs can wear the Ulafala. He comes with the one finger, which is <laughs> fingering and fingering, he's fingering and fingering. Yeah. So I mean, this was it. It this it's the real hook for this figure. Honestly, it comes with the, again, like Sheena said, because it's the uh, same head as the Amazon, right? Uh, no, I believe this is a new head, and the skin tone looks slightly. I think lighter. it's just painted different. It may be different. I don't know. We need to get we need to get my damn toy or somebody here for the head sculpts. I, the Roman figure. I mean, dude, I have like. There's 25 Roman Reigns figures sitting on underneath this roof right now, so yeah. it's hard for me to tell one head. It's not dramatically different, right? If it is a different head or different yeah. paint job, it's you'd have to bust out the microscope. It's microscope to notice. But the two big hooks on this one is again, you got the 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 acknowledge me finger and uh, barehanded and with the red glove on, and then we got a little bit of detail on the boots. So he doesn't got the you know Roman has slowly been moving from the all black boots. These ones got some red Roman Roman Reigns logos on them. They're still not accurate to the boots he's been wearing the last year. You know, the last year he's been alternating between um, some black ones. They got some really big red accents on them. And then lately he's been wearing all red boots. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's probably going to be another ultimate edition when we get the uh, updated boots, Roman. So yeah. um, I don't know, man, this, it's still a cool figure, right? You know, Roman, Roman figures always hit, but I feel like this is one that you're probably going to get and kind of just pillage the parts and maybe throw with your ultimate edition or something. Yeah. And it's cool. They, they totally could have gotten away with just drawing the lines on the little, you know, gauntlet, his little, uh, wrist gauntlet situation here, but they like molded it. Like it's like, you can feel that it's like sculpted in there. Um, yeah. I mean, to me, this was, if you know how the elite lines work, each series is budgeted on its own and you got to have some that are kind of just fillers. Right. And I think that was, yeah. you know, Roman was, you, you had a lot of money going in that live figure and in the two street profits figures, um, I think, I think Roman and Bobby were kind of just, the you know, rounded out yeah. with some people we know will sell people that are hot on TV right now. And, and like I said, it's still an improvement. It's new boots and, and new hands for Roman. So, um, yeah, the I hand- would, I would definitely be picking this up just for the, the fingers alone. Yeah. Seth Pause. loves a good finger. Um, all right. And last, but certainly not least. What? You know, arguably the most surprising figure release of 2023 so far. Yeah, I think you called it right. Even before the figure even came out, you were like, you know, that's how you know if Cody's going to lose is if the, they start releasing. <laughs> I did. Uh, if they're going to release a Stardust figure. I did back when we saw this during uh, WrestleMania Access. Yeah, that was kind of another piece of evidence to me to call the upset that Roman was going to go over, man, was the, that they actually rolled out Stardust figures. I... I honestly thought that part of Cody's contract when he came back is that like Stardust was going to be erased, you know, retcon from WWE history, man. Like no, you know, <clears throat> the same way they do like, you know, Chris Benoit matches on the network or on any like literature, that'd be how Stardust is. You just, you know, they scroll past it. And, uh, but no, I guess Cody's, I guess he's got to at least be a little bit cool that I can't imagine they would have released this if he had yeah. issues with it. So Good on him. And this is definitely the number one Stardust figure we needed. 100%. Yeah, this is an improvement over any of the other star, Stardust figures that we've had in the past. He's got the dusty uh, yellow and black polka dot. Um, got hard times on the back of the shirt. Sleeveless. The other one we have has yeah. uh, got full sleeves. This is look from the WrestleMania 32 match uh, for the in IC 2016. Title. Yeah, the, the multi-man IC title. 
Stardust's last pay-per-view match. Yeah. Cody Rhodes' last pay-per-view match for leaving WWE for six years. And he comes with the uh, black and black and yellow polka dot ladder, which is super cool. Um, he's got the the gloved hands where you can put them together and have the star like he used to do on yep. TV and such. So beautiful figure. Love the love the face paint. Love the hair. It's not like super black. It's just kind of like, you know. It's brown. It's brown. Like it's Cody's how, hair how Cody's was. It. Yeah. I do gotta I gotta argue. Sheena says the best Stardust figure. I don't know. That Elite 36 was money with the full body gold uh suit and stuff. The gold, yeah, the gold one was, that was cool. A nice wasn't figure. there the this other one was like a blue, right? Like they had some basics and stuff, and they actually have a black and blue because that was the only elite. This is Stardust's only second elite. So oh, really? Had, I thought yeah. he had two other elites. No, they had some they had some Stardust basics. This was the only other elite besides like the kind of prototype Stardust look. Uh, but this was, so that was back in series 30. Think about that. 36. Dude. Yeah. Series 30. We went from series 36 to series 103 between Stardust figures. It's pretty yeah. wild. I know our truth had a gap of something like 60 figures. So I think Stardust may have a beat for the biggest gap between yeah. elite releases. That's um, crazy. Definitely some extenuating circumstances with his though. But this is definitely the most needed Stardust elite right here. Aside from, uh, and you know, he's the got the red contacts. So, yeah. Like I said, real cool figure. There's actually a chase also, um, in this set of Stardust, where he's got the the black and blue gear, like Sheena said, so they had a basic of it way back in the day, 2015 time frame. Um, but yeah, shout out to Cody for giving us this. And I've said it once, I'll say it again. Stardust was way cooler than Cody Rhodes has ever been. <laughs> oh, James Cody Canterbury is, is exploding <laughs> right now. James Cody Canterbury is cooler than Cody Rhodes, man. <laughs> I, would, I would rather see James Cody Canterbury defeat Roman Reigns <laughs> than... Uh, than Cody Rhodes, so yeah. Oh man, I, Cody is starting to warm up a little bit because my kids absolutely love Cody. Like, even yeah, my three-year-old daughter sings Cody songs. We so. listen to we listen to Cody Rhodes music at least once a day. Yeah, our buddies, the Extra Cooler Show, and the Pod Foundation, they had talked a couple episodes back about going to a house show and just being blown away at how over Cody was with the kids. And it's no lie, man. Like for whatever he's doing, that like just totally like white meat baby face act. The kids freaking love it, man. Say so, you know. I don't believe all the hype about kids nowadays just being jaded and like, you know, yeah. little little rebels and shit. Like kids love the red, white, and blue Cody Rhodes. Yeah. And it's I, and it's funny, you know, again, like having my own kid who's like a, a straight up like Mark now. Like he loves wrestling. Um, he's coming into his own as a wrestling fan and being able to see it firsthand, like who he's attracted to and who he picks up on and who his favorite wrestlers are. I mean, like. You know, Damian Priest doesn't really do much for me at all, right? Um, and Love Brett Damian loves Priest. Damian Priest. He's like on, he's, he's on Damian Priest, Cody, Bobby Lashley, Bobby Lashley. And Malachi Black. That's kind of his favorites right now. Yeah. Um, and that Roman and the Usos. He yeah, loves the he loves like, the bloodline. He says bloodline. he's going to grow up yeah. and join the bloodline. He, so he went in and asked uh, a guy at a tattoo shop yeah. next to his karate studio. He said, "Hey, can you give me Usos tattoos?" <laughs> he wants Usos. me. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. throw a fit if he uh, if I would let him go in the store and tell him that when he turns eighteen, he wants the Usos tattoos. Yeah, he went there and told that guy. And the guy was like, "All right." <laughs> All right, Sheen. So that is Elite 103. Give it, uh, rank them from. Okay. No, we'll, we'll go from number five to number one. We'll do the Street Profits as a, as a pair because I don't okay. see, I, I can't really see anybody, yeah. you know, just buying an Angelo Dawkins figure or something. Never know. All right. Well, I'm going to go with number five as Bobby Lashley. Okay. Um, number four is probably going to be the Roman just because it's so similar to what we have. Not um, acknowledged. I, I always acknowledge my travel chief. Um, I am your picks league champion, by the way, just so you know. Um, and then number, f- number three, I'm going to go with 
Stardust. Okay, I'm with you. Number two, I'm going to go with The Prophets. And then I'm probably going to pick Liv. I got no arguments, man. Yeah. I may go, if it was, if we didn't already have a trillion Roman figures, I'd probably put that Roman over Stardust. Yeah, but, that's, uh, I mean, that's the defining but yeah, thing. But the dude. fact that we I mean, have so many Romans already, yeah, I, I agree. But there's not a bad figure in this set. No, the set's grab, great. Grab it, save yourself some money, just buy the whole set off a of, of ringside. And again, use code Chick Foley to save 10%. So yeah, Elite 103, another great set in the books from Mattel. Uh, Sheen, I think we got some some fig homies we want to shout out. Oh, yeah. So we're going to start out with our buddy Mike Jack. Fig Heel um, just created this awesome little figure, man, and sent it to us. We got it. We ordered it. And uh, we got, oh, we've been supporting Fig Heel it's, since day one. We have, and, yeah. Uh, and he's been supporting us since day one. One of the original yes. Foley fan members. This is, it's a whatnot exclusive. So, you know, we got lucky. You know, we got a little friends and family action to get a little hook up on the side. But he's selling these exclusively on his whatnot in addition to all the other, you know, amazing figures he's putting up from his huge collection every single week on there. So follow Fig Heel on Instagram to get the details. She know gets some posts up on social media, but it's so yeah. cool. It's like a, it's, it's a hybrid between um, uh, a Hasbro and like an old OSFTM, those four and a half inch scale figures they did, but it fits right in on your shelf with the Hasbros. I yeah. was setting up next to the nasty. Your boys collection, and stuff. your collection is not complete without a uh, a fig heel. Yeah, and it's in. just cool. The dude does so much. So you know, he does a lot for the whole wrestling figure community. Yeah. Um, with just keeping up with all the news because there's so many freaking companies now, dude, out there, and like. You know, I got Wrestling Figure News Source on Twitter and then Fig Hill on Instagram. That's my main yeah. two I go to just to keep up with like, you know, new release dates, new prototypes, all that stuff. And then specifically for the Foley fam, you guys know Mike along with Fig Vault, Joe Kelly, they are on it on posting the Amazon. Oh, links. every like they're always if there's you know, an Amazon yeah. drop, they are Amazon on it. is, you know, that's the one place, especially if you got Prime, where you can grab these things for retail. And they're going to get shipped to your house. And they are always on it. As soon as shit comes back in stock, they're throwing the links up in the Facebook group. So just, you know, Fig Hill is just a huge asset to the figure community. Um, Absolutely. And when when we saw these pop up, we knew we had to have one for the collection. Yeah. So just make sure um, that uh, you follow him on Instagram if you're already not at Fig Hill. Um, He's got links to all of his, you know, he's got a link tree in his bio. It leads to his YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Um, For the Foley fam, he's in our group as Mike Jack. Yeah, Mike Jack. So, yeah, you've, you've probably seen him again posting Amazon links and whatnot. So, anyway, yeah, support what he's doing. Love it. Thank you so much for the little care package, Mike. We love you. And uh, next, we got a shout out. Big Money Mitch. Big Money Mitch. Mitch. Rousen, dude. Yeah, dude. He's Mitch has come so far. Like, he, he started off, we invited him, what was it? It was like four or five years he ago was or the original he was the original he, he was, was in on the ground floor of the foley fam yeah he came in on the ground floor and did a live sale from his store in the <laughs> in the uh foley fam group dude he was just like you know hustling figs uh had some really great stuff dude earlier uh, early this year he announced he was gonna start his own hasbro inspired line grapplers yeah. and gimmicks was throwing some crazy freaking timelines out there for how quickly these things were gonna be out um you know keeping it real some of the early prototypes looked a little shaky and you know, the freaking asshole wrestling fans out there just pounce, dude. Like, again, this guy's out here doing it, trying to make his dream happen, doing something that... That's what I even, say, dude. Even to yes. get a fucking, a, a, you know, a, a, a set of fucking checkers, like, produced and released out there, man, would be such a gigantic pain in the ass. But this guy is getting brand new figures sculpted and made. People were clowning him the whole way. Dude, even and- just to get, like, 
the freaking mock-ups, like the freaking drawings and all that kind of stuff. That stuff yeah. is just a pain in the ass. Not even not to mention to producing it, dude. Yeah. Just getting all the renders and all that kind of stuff and out there. I'll keep it real, man. I, I love all the people that are cranking these figures out nowadays because it's just we're getting figures that wouldn't have been possible, you know, even as recently as five years ago. But I can go through my email inbox. There's other companies that I have pre-orders that are sitting over a year old, man. Yeah. A year old. I've had Not some, calling any names. I've had some that have gone 18, 19 months old without getting the figures. I ordered this Ahmed Johnson figure on March 20, you know, Tony Norris. We don't get into, uh, you know, trademark lawsuits, but we all know it's Ahmed Johnson. Um, I ordered this thing on March 22nd and June 20th, freaking less than four months later. It's in, in, the, my in the same year, in the, <laughs> in the same, same calendar year. year. Yeah. It's in it's in my freaking mailbox, man. So shout out to Mitch. You freaking made it happen against all the doubters. Yeah. Um, He's got a, so you know this Ahmed looks great, right? It, it fits perfectly with the Hasbro's, dude. Again, it's not it's not a photorealistic figure, but this thing's gonna look great with your Hasbro's. The Hasbro's weren't photorealistic; they look kind of cartoony. Yeah. Um, this perfectly matches the art style. The card looks closer to Hasbro than any of the other ones have. Like it, like if you squinted your eyes, you would think it was a Hasbro figure. And he's got more great ones on the way. We got Savio Vega, uh, you know Tio, Tio Savio coming out along with Men on a Mission. We got the Hog Farmers coming from this guy, like. Dude, it's going to be awesome, man. So just, you know, support Mitch, man. If you haven't yet, get on the bandwagon because he is delivering. 100%. Yeah, we got it. We haven't we haven't busted it open yet, but, um, you know, super excited for all the things that Has to Toys and Mitch is putting out. Hell yeah. Uh, Sheen, we got any listener mail? Oh, yeah. Let me pull that up real quick. All right. First listener mail question comes in from our good friend, Johnny J.B., do you watch Dark Side of the Ring? If so, any favorite episodes or wrestlers you would want to see them cover? Oh, man. Um, yes, we watch Dark Side of the Ring. And there's so many freaking good episodes. Like, I I mean, I don't want to say good because they're all kind of like heavy and, you know, usually telling dark tales of like these people's though, lives. Man. They're great. I love the reproductions that they do. I love like the people that they get to do like the acting in the uh, the Dark Side of the Ring little vignettes and whatnot. Um I don't know. I mean, the Von Eric story was really was really well told. I thought um, I love the UWF one. That was one I wasn't really familiar with at all. But that one was crazy with the promoter just being coked out of his mind the whole time and <laughs> yeah. signing all these crazy stars to come in. Yeah, Luna. I don't know. Like we did, we just watched um, the Sunny and uh, Chris, Chris Candido, Candido, and that was that was pretty wild, dude. It was that was. I mean, that was really sad. I don't know. It just kind of. Makes you be like, damn, dude. Like these people, there was a fork in the road. It seemed like they were just fully corrupted by the rest yeah, of the industry. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I, I can't really pick a favorite. I feel like they're all good in their own way. Um, I think the UWF was probably my favorite again, just because I was so unfamiliar with that story. That was all new ground. The rest the plane of ride them, from hell. Plane ride from hell. Yeah, that was just whatever, <laughs> dude. Yeah, but the rest of the stories I've been at least somewhat familiar with. That one was just like completely eye opening to me. Yeah. Um, what new I Jack was crazy. what I lo- would love to see is just like something similar to what they did with the Von Erics, just with the Hart family, with all like the various mm. tragedies that they've had. Like mm-hmm. they did one on the on the screw job, and they did one on the death of Owen Hart, but. There's a whole lot more just, you know, rough yeah. stuff the hearts have gone through. So I, I think that'd be a cool one that obviously I'd be interested in from the Brett angle. Cool. Zach Hertzler says, which AEW or WWE superstar are you excited to come back that we haven't seen in a while? I don't know. I'm trying to think who we haven't seen in a while. Uh, I'd love to see Randy Orton, man. I, oh, I definitely miss, man. I missed Randy Orton more than I thought I would. Yeah, I miss Randy Orton. 
What's and Dolph then, doing nowadays? Yeah, Dolph's just kind of whatever. He's, he's still been poking up every once in a while, but not consistently. That one's Bray Wyatt, man. I still For all the failed creative and different stuff that's doing with Bray, I still love Bray Wyatt. And I think that, you know, in another life, I think he's the biggest star in the wrestling biz right now. Um, but Do you think just, if we brought him back, like, I, I agree with you. I just think, like, if we're going to bring Bray back again, which I don't know whether it'll happen or not, it needs to not be so over the top from the jump. I think we set the bar way too high, like at the beginning, and then there's no way to keep up with it. I mean, you dude, know? I thought the stuff that they were doing the first couple of weeks he was back this time with the Uncle Howdy stuff while he's just being regular guy, Bray Wyatt, that felt like the biggest deal in wrestling when it came out. You I know, remember, but like, there was nowhere to, I mean, there was nowhere to go. Like they let it go too long. There was, dude. Right. Yeah. They just let it drag out and kind of just stagnate. Then it got weird when like, you know, Uncle Howdy was a real person, but. Those after like, you know, two or three weeks, I remember texting Jordan and being like, dude, I think you may have been right. I could see Bray like main eventing WrestleMania, man, with the whole crowd, you know, singing, singing shatter as he makes his entrance. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, it'd be cool. Obviously, you know, you'd have to reshuffle some characters with, you know, Luke Harper slash Brody Lee's untimely passing. I think it'd be cool to see him come back in the original like, you know, swamp cult leader. That was probably the best. That was my favorite. Him, yeah, that was my favorite version. Of yeah, him. I just I feel like there's still a lot of money in that guy. So I'll say I'll say Randy Orton number one with Bray Wyatt, a very close number two. Yeah, great, great picks. Um, Zach Hertzler also wants to know, are you excited and you're going to buy Forbidden Door this weekend? Yeah, we're getting it. I'm I don't know. I'm not I can't really say excited. I'm going to get it. I know the match is going to be cool, but yeah. matches just for matches sake has just never been my thing. But I'm sure once Sunday night comes out and I sit down, have a couple cold boys and I'm um, watching it, it's going to be entertaining. So am I excited? No. Are we getting it? Yes. So, yeah, they at least got us. You know, we've been on the AEW's never really delivered a bad pay-per-view either. So I'm happy to fork over my money and sit down for a few hours of entertainment. Jason Koenig says, if one wrestling moment can be created into a Lego set, what would it be? I know. I don't know. I got to go WrestleMania 6, Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior, man. To me, that's still like, if somebody just says the words pro wrestling, that's probably the first thing that pops in my mind is that scene, WrestleMania 6 with Hogan in the red and yellow, Warrior in the neon orange. I mean, right here in our studio, we got a custom art piece of that that pre-match electricity, so... And I think it'd be pretty easy to recreate that whole arena and stuff because it wasn't that was before the intricate WrestleMania set. So I see a WrestleMania six Hogan and Warrior. What about you, Sheen? Um, I would probably say like Undertaker and uh, Mankind Hell in a Cell. I feel like like That'd if you could cool. bu- if you, you could, could build that the Legos cell, wise, yeah. yeah. It, the, I felt with mine, you'd have to build out like a little bit of like a crowd, like a arena yeah. type thing to make it feel complete. That you would need. You could just no, do like just the, do cell, the cell, the ringside area, mm-hmm. and yeah, you could have like the really announce table. And you know, the, the Legos always got the cool things. You could do the little like clear like pick coming <laughs> yeah. off the side with mankind attached to it. You could totally make Undertaker, you know, mankind in midair. That famous photo. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that's a that's a great pick. So uh, you could do. You, we got you a golden era option and a uh, attitude era option now. Um, Ari, Mrs. Fig God wants to know. What's the best meal you've made on the Blackstone so far? So for those of you who don't know, I got a Blackstone for Mother's Day. Love it. I get to cook outside, which I really like. Um, I just made some bomb-ass uh, shrimp fried shrimp, rice, shrimp bomb, fried rice the other night. Hitting, dude, yeah. I still got to say probably those redneck fajitas you made the day of uh, of Night of Champions. Yeah, redneck fajitas, which is like sausage and it's, shrimp. Yeah, it's, and, it's like andouille sausage and shrimp fajitas. Yeah, and... Um, Put it in a tortilla, really freaking good. The key is 
the key with any good cooking is using a good fat. So I always use animal fats. So, you know, any sort of butter, ghee. Road warrior animal fats. Yeah, road warrior animal fats. Don't skip your canola oil, your canolas and your vegetable oils and your all that crap. It ain't doing nothing for you, dude. Get you some tallow, get you some ghee, get you some butter, like real butter, grass-fed butter, um, some chicken fat, duck fat, whatever, and start cooking with that, and it's going to be life-changing for you. So you have a black stone. Those kind of fats are especially important, and they're really, really good for you too. Um, Zach Kurtzler, speaking of food, what do you prefer, hot dogs or burgers? A good hot dog beats a good burger, but on average, like if I'm going to somebody who like either I don't know them that well or kind of just eyeballing it, like I'm not really feeling the cooking style, a hot dog like is not going to miss, dude. A hot dog, yeah. a grilled hot dog will never do you wrong. You could have a shitty grilled burger. You're not. There's no such thing as a shitty grilled hot dog. Yeah, so. if we're just talking strictly grilled, because I eat burgers all the time. I eat, you guys know. I don't know if you follow me very closely. Gina loves beef. I love beef, <laughs> so I eat a lot of ground beef. Um, so I eat burgers on the reg. Um, but if we're just like Seth said, if we're just going to someone's house for a, uh, a shindig, I like my burgers a certain way. Um, so I'm probably just going to go with the hot dog, dude. I think the hot dog is just good. It's not too heavy. You don't need a ton of Girl stuff. Hot dogs on. just hit better, dude. Grilled hamburgers yeah. need to be like fresh off the grill to be good. It's yeah. Like a big barbecue, if they've been sitting there for too it's long. It's tough, man. It's yeah. tough execution for the person cooking, dude. And when I grill a burger, I like to like have, grill the bun a little bit and get it a little bit, you know, warm and stuff. And typically you're just pulling the bun straight out of the, you know, the and sack. Grilling is not the best way to do a burger, anyways. A burger is better off a griddle, right? Yeah, like you got to have a griddle, yes. Good, cast like, iron. Cast iron, mm-hmm. dude. Like just a regular old grill, like. I mean, it's still good, dude. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah, if you're I've out there eating grilled made, burgers, yeah, no shit. Yeah, I made a shitload of grilled burgers, but I, I got to go hot dogs, man, just on average. Yeah, hot dogs. And uh, if you're picking a way to cook a hot dog, what's your favorite way? Fire roasted, right? Over fire, yeah. yeah. Like we, we do the, uh, I mean, I'll eat a microwave dog sometimes in a pinch just because yeah. it's easy. But, you know, we got the fire pit on the back porch and, you know, it takes 30 seconds to cook one up and it's just the best, dude, because you just... I don't know. Something about it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Hot dogs are also really great on the griddle. Like if you cook hot dogs on the Blackstone. Hot dogs are good excellent. on the grill too, but yeah, yeah. Over open fire. Yeah. The, bit, bit, the quicker, the, the quicker it's cooked, the better. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Love a good hot dog. No, no boiled dogs. Yeah. Nobody's eating boiled dogs. Look, I remember my mom sometimes would just boil. I think my, my mom, mom and my too. dad. I think it was just a thing back in like the yes, 80s. My stuff. mom would boil hot dogs They would hot just dogs boil too. hot dogs. Now I'm like, why the hell would you do that? That yeah. seems like or the options you have. That seems like the worst. Especially thing. like, you know, I mean, I'm not huge into like microwaving food, but like we had microwaves. You know what I mean? Like, microwave why didn't we just. better than boiling. Yeah. Dude. Why didn't we just, just microwave it? On the fucking it. hot sidewalk and let it slow cook and. <laughs> Fucking boil it, dude. It seems like you're just cooking all the flavor right out of it. <laughs> oh, man. Agreed. Sorry to all of our boiled dog lovers out you there. You know, uh, a hot dog preparation we didn't mention, dude. Like Roller dog. Roller dogs. Roller yeah. dogs are good. Roller dogs are probably the, actually the best, dude. <laughs> yeah. I it's love, tough to beat a fucking roller dog. I love a good 7-Eleven. slow roasted. Yeah, dude, 7-Eleven yeah. roller dog. It gets that nice like, honestly, thick casing on it. If it's one that looks like it's been sitting there for about 36 hours, even better, <laughs> That's Brett. Uh, yeah, that's Seth's favorite. He, Seth, Brett... I keep calling Brett. Seth loves just like overcooked, not overcooked, but just like well done food, dude. Like you I love say a, that. I don't get like my steaks well no, done. No, but dude. you love a good like. It, when I like it, comes it to be to, like, like crispy or something on the outside. Dude. Yeah, like, but you love like a like a a crunch or like a skin or like a you know what I mean? Like yeah, you, I don't really know what I love well done though. Just because I, I tell you, I like to have the shrimp cooked. You burn like your, when you cook your hot dog over the fire. You burn that motherfucker. Oh yeah, I like yeah. a good charred dog. Yeah, it's like not a like, char. It's not like 
it's not like dehydrated, dude. It's no, just charred on the that's outside. not what I mean. I just mean like you I'm like saying like well done food. I'm kind of taking that as an insult, dude. <laughs> you don't. I don't think he, that's true. I'm, I've never like, ordered anything well. He done. He doesn't like well done food, and and being with me for 20 years, he's actually eats his steaks pretty rare nowadays. But um, yeah, like a, a hot dog though. Yeah, like if it's you want to have nice crispy skin, that's what makes it, dude. Speaking of nice crispy skins, Sambro wants to know what's your go-to fair or carnival food? Turkey leg. Yeah, Seth always goes with the turkey leg. I always go with the corn dog. Speaking, of, keep staying on the dog situation. I love a good, I love a good carnival corn dog. <laughs> Don't tell. Last year tell we went them. to Don't the uh, the Delta Fair. It's this uh, big event oh, they have in Memphis every Labor Day weekend. Just huge fair. <laughs> Shout out to the folks who put it on because it's top notch. It's damn near like they make a whole last amusement park pop up out of out of thin air for about a week uh there in the early september in memphis <laughs> I can't believe you're telling but we this. walked by the you know the and, the and the fair foods off the chain there and we walked by one they had um sheena had told me she was like they have uh like deep fried corn dogs over there like you know like yeah. you know like a corn dog like dipped in batter afterwards and yeah like a up. double like a double fried corn yeah dog. <laughs> and i was like that sounds fucking crazy dude and she goes she gets in line waits through this whole ass line to get up to the window and orders the you know the double fried corn dog they're like that's chicken on a stick that's not a corn dog <laughs> There was like the well, big, had, the big, like you know, triple length chicken tenders on a stick. And she thought that was a corn dog. We tried. <laughs> we, had, we weren't really hadn't gotten up there up close to it yet. And then I or I got up there and I just ordered it because I thought I had seen it. My thought was that it was a corn dog with like the regular corn dog batter, and then they dipped it in like. Um, like the funnel cake, like yeah. the funnel cake batter and refried it. Cause it had like those like crumbly, like that crumbly yeah. crust. I was like, Oh my God, it's like, a, it's a, it's a corn dog. That's got this like bubbly, like funnel cake crust on it. So I, I was just blown away that one, she thought that that even existed. And two, she was like, yeah, that's what I'm getting. And it didn't even freak out. <laughs> I know. I, I dude, I was so hyped for it. I also love a good funnel cake. Speaking of funnel cake. So like if, funnel cake is good. Yeah, yeah. If it's a, if it's a, well, if it's a, well executed funnel cake. Sometimes if they have them just sitting there in the window and no, they're sliding. it needs to be like, yeah, like, uh, lifted up out of the oil. Minute. It needs to yeah. be cooked like as soon as you order it. Yeah. Though. Lift it up out of the oil, put it on the plate, throw the sugar on it and hand it out the window. That's, that's the way you got to have it. Sambro, do you guys have any non wrestling figs in the collection left? I don't. So if you look in front of, in front of the TV here in the office, I have a very small collection of mini figs. We got, um, I got a, a little like one, like 12th, not even 112. This is like a 124 scale Mario that we found in the parking lot at Aloha Stadium in Hawaii like 10 years <laughs> yeah. ago. I have a Black Series Boba Fett because that's my favorite Star Wars character. A little mini um, Master Chief figure that came with like, I want to say Halo 3 Special Edition. Uh, and then got some, I think that's it. And then we got the NECA Chucky in the box, at, like the actual little small box that came the with the NECA Chucky. Box. And then we got Sam from Trick or Treat. So just a few that got sentimental value. But that's it. Um, it's it's not much at all. Yeah, I got. I still have Sheldon, which was my first pop, um, my first Funko pop um, that I got. That was before pops even blew up and became a thing. So I held on to that Sheldon pop, and then I have a um, a NECA Captain Spaulding um, that I that I've hang, hung on to. So I'll, I'll probably never let that one go. Captain Spaulding has a special has a special place in my heart. We have the Captain Spaulding pop too. Did you mention that on there? No. no. All right, yeah, we have a Captain Spaulding pop. I'm not. Fa- we're recording in there, but I'm not facing it. I wasn't trying to like talk away from the microphone, so I was kind of reciting those figures from memory. Yeah. So yeah, there's a, there's a few. We got the um, yeah, we got a Chucky pop and a uh, Captain Spaulding pop. So a couple horror pops that we're gonna keep in the collection. Nothing like we used to have though. We used to have a huge 
Huge Funko Pop collection, huge NECA horror and uh, NECA Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles, and we had Star Wars Black Series. That is that it? That what? That was pretty much everything we had. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Yeah, we never got in on the um, the micro brawlers or anything like that. Those would be wrestling figures, though. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Um, All right, cool. Sambro, what's the next WWE crowdfund? Something smaller, man. I think it just needs to be figure based, dude. I I think the way is let us spend, uh, you know, let us spend 75 bucks to get, you know, ultimate edition, whoever, Skinner, somebody like that. I I think that's the way. I don't think they're going to give. I think this last one show, there's just not the appetite for these gigantic set pieces. Yeah, agreed. Um, Before our last question, Tyson Neil Trevino chimed in and uh, he's still holding on to hope that. Alexa Bliss's baby does belong to him, so you know. For those of for the fact, yeah, for those of you who are following along, when when Alexa Bliss announced her uh, pregnancy with Ryan Cabrera, we were we were convinced that it was our uh, our buddy and Foley fan member Tyson Neltrevino. Yeah, who wouldn't pick TNT over Ryan Cabrera? Yeah, Ryan Cabrera is pretty lame, but you know, probably a nice guy, but not for me. Um, Sambro, what's y'all's rules with AEW figs now? Complete, just what you want. Question mark. Just what you want. I, yeah. I haven't been a 2019 marked the end of my completionist days. So pr- even before the AW lines before up to 2019, I was a total completionist. Um, but prior to the AW line kicking off, I switched just to kind of just what you want. Cause there was just, it was too much of a pain that I took up too much space and just became more of a, of a, a task than mm-hmm. a hobby. And that wraps up our listener mail for this evening. All right. Again, use code Chick-fil-A to save 10% at ringside collectibles. Uh, Sheena, hit us with some closing thoughts. This summer, as you're going around to your county fairs and your carnivals and all that, if you happen upon a double-dipped corn dog, you better get that mofo and eat it. Send me a review.